real estate agents from around the world. Please help me welcome, he's a six foot three sophomore from Covington, Georgia, a parade first team All-American rivals, five-star recruit. Please put your hands together and welcome the flood insurance guru, the incomparable Mr. Chris Green. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Flood Guru Podcast. This week, we've got a special episode going for the new flood maps for Galveston County, Texas. Today, we're going to be talking about some of the impacts in Galveston, Texas for these new flood maps. Why the new flood maps? You know, do we need to change anything? So we're going to talk about those things in a few minutes today. First of all, Let's talk about these new flood maps for Galveston County, Texas. You know, when are they going into place? They're going, they're scheduled to go in place August 15th of 2019. You know, why the new flood maps? Well, the last time these maps were really updated in some parts of Galveston County were 1999. So as you can imagine, a lot can change in 20 years, especially with a lot of the different hurricanes that have come through Texas, like Hurricane Ike, Hurricane Harvey, uh, with a lot of the land development throughout Galveston as it is a developing area and it's a coastal area. So there's a lot of different risks that have changed over the last 20 years that really have required the flood map updates. So then the next question is why has it taken so long? Well, doing flood map updates is no easy task. First of all, FEMA has a lot on their plate as they do these flood map updates across the country. When they start these studies, it can take several years to collect the data, go back to the local community, review the data, make sure the data is correct. You can go back and forth for many years, like in this situation, where really they've been trying to get these new maps in place for about 10 years to make sure everything is accurately done. So what kind of impacts is it going to have? Well, let's talk about some of the impacts it's going to have in Galveston County, uh, particularly League City, Texas, might be one of the biggest areas that's going to be impacted. You know, back in 1999, Lake City, Texas had about 1,200 properties that were in the 100-year flood zone, floodplain. Well, with the new maps, that's going from 1,200 to 3,700. Now, this does sound like a drastic increase, but as I said, when you look at the increase in population and development and land development, even though this number looks like it tripled, it really hasn't when it comes to the amount of population that has moved into this area with all these changes. But what's important to understand in places like League City, Texas, where you're going from roughly 1,200 properties being in a 100-year flood zone to about 3,700, is you need to understand really what the options are. What can you do? Just like the rest of Galveston County. Other parts of Galveston County that are going to be impacted, of course, are Galveston Island, um, the Galveston Bay, west areas of it. You know, there's going to be some mixed changes there. There's going to be some people who are moved out of the high-risk flood zone. There's going to be a lot of people who are moved into the high-risk flood zone. There's going to be people who are already in the high-risk flood zone that are moving to a higher zone or looking at higher premiums. So today we want to talk about what are the different flood insurance options for these property owners? You know, can you fight these changes? Also, remember to check out the blog on our website, floodinsuranceguru.com where we have done some blogs about this and videos about this as well that you can find on our YouTube channel, The Flood Insurance Guru. So let's talk about the different options. First of all, you've got that one option that almost everybody knows about, which is the National Flood Insurance Program, or FEMA. Now what's important to understand is if you're a property owner and you're going from a low-risk flood zone to a high-risk flood zone, you, know, you do have access to what's called newly mapped rates for the first year. Now these can be very beneficial 
and what FEMA and the National Flood Insurance Program try to do is help you to adjust to you know paying that requirement for flood insurance. So you know you may only pay five six hundred dollars your first year, and it's gradually going to go up each year after that till it adjusts to the proper risk. But they also understand that, that first year could kind of be sticker shock, and they want to get you adjusted to that. Um, so that's a great benefit there. Now you might be going from a high zone to a higher zone. Now what's important to understand here is you may already have flood insurance in place, and if you do. You might be grandfathered into that zone that you're currently in. So while your premiums might be going up a little bit, this is very important because as long as you already had flood insurance in place, you know, you're kind of locked into that zone. So if you ever go to sell your house and you want to transfer that policy from one buyer to the next, then that's going to be very beneficial since you had that policy in place before you went from a high zone to a higher zone. So also remember, with the National Flood Insurance Program, Residential coverage is maxed out at $250,000 on the building, $100,000 on contents. Um, so that's very important to understand there. Additional living expenses is not covered on the policy. Replacement cost of contents is not covered. So those are just some things to remember. So let's talk about option number two, which is private flood insurance. You know, this has become very popular across the country and really in text after what happened with Harvey and Hurricane Ike back in 08. You know, areas like Texas and Florida and California, private has become much more popular than it has across the rest of the country yet. So what is private flood insurance? Well, private flood insurance is just like it sounds. This is flood insurance that is backed by private companies. So while maybe FEMA can't really non-renew you for most situations, a private flood insurance policy not only could possibly non-renew you because of claims, they could deny you a policy altogether because of claims or because the distance between your property and the water. So this is something very important to remember about private flood. Now, private flood can be very beneficial because it doesn't max out at 250000 on building coverage on residential or 100000 on contents. It does include additional living expenses. It does include replacement cost of contents. You know, sometimes the rates can be 40 or 50% less. But as we mentioned, if you have a claim, you could get non-renewed. So these are some of the risks that you just want to understand when you're looking at that private flood. Now, there's usually about 20 different options out there on private flood, depending on the risk. So now that we've talked about the National Flood Insurance Program, and we've talked about private flood, which really are your two flood insurance options. The big question is, can I fight these flood zone changes? Yes, you can. Now, you may not win, but you can definitely fight it. Now, in areas like... Galveston and Houston where there's been a, a big history of flooding uh, it might be more difficult to win uh, these flood map changes or zone changes uh, letter of map amendments that people call them because one of the things that FEMA looks at when they're doing a flood zone change is history of flooding in the area and a lot of times if there's a large history of flooding in the area they're not going to remove that property because the risk is still there something else to take a look at is you may have an elevation certificate or you may have a survey Take a look at the lowest adjacent grade on there and see how it compares to your base flood elevation. If it's above it, then you might be a good candidate to get your flood zone changed. Now, these are one of the first things to take a look at. So, this is really what you know a letter of map amendment is. This is when FEMA says you're in a high-risk flood zone, but the elevation certificate, the history of flooding, some other things show that you're really not. And so FEMA comes back and changes that for you. Now, this can have a big impact on property values, as now that you're no longer in there, but your neighbor down the street might be. So the ability for you to sell your house at a higher price could greatly benefit you. 
It can also benefit you because you can still get flood insurance here. You know, most people think because you're not in a high-risk flood zone, you can't get flood insurance, which isn't true. You can actually get some of the best rates because they're preferred rates now that you're in a low-risk flood zone. So that's another benefit of trying to get this flood zone changed is minimizing your flood premiums, but also maximizing your coverages. So when it comes to Galveston County, Texas, and League City, Texas, where all these flood map changes are going into place in August 2019, you know, these are the options. The National Flood Insurance Program, the private flood market, um, you know, fighting these changes. So if you've got questions, remember, you can always reach out to us through our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. You can go to our YouTube or our Facebook channels, The Flood Insurance Guru, where we do daily flood education videos. We also have an open Facebook group called Flood Education and Flood Insurance Awareness, where we answer these questions every day. My name is Chris Green, and I want to say thank you for tuning in to the Flood Guru Podcast. This concludes this week's episode on the flood map changes for Galveston County, Texas, and other local cities in Galveston, like League City, Texas. Thank you.